listening to Talking About the Passion. I'm Thomas Irwin. This is a podcast where I interview different independent musicians and showcase their music. As for myself, I'm a singer-songwriter and producer who goes by Niagara Moon. You can look up more about my own music at niagaramoonmusic.com. We're back from a summer hiatus with a really cool episode for today. For episode 59, we have Sophia Aman of indie pop electronic group Little Dots. Based in the city of Ghent in Belgium, Sophia is the lead singer of Little Dots, and she and her bandmate Pablo Casella just released their sophomore album, Do You Know How We Got Here? The new album sounds awesome, and Sophia has a couple of other projects as well, including a set of Leonard Cohen covers. But before we dive into all that, I'm going to play a song from the new album. This is called Follow Me. What do you 
Thanks for joining me here. Um, yeah. You were just recording today? Yeah, I was just recording with um, a good friend of mine, uh, and he kind of is the brain behind this other band I sing in. It's called, the band is called Ansatz der Maschine. It's like a German name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's um, it's like indie electronic uh, music, and I'm I don't I don't really write the music, so right. it's and it's mostly instrumental actually. But then he always has a couple songs on every album with some vocals, and we've been working together for a bit now. Oh, so, so you kind of do some like guest singing spots? Well, yeah, I'm songs. like the only singer. If they have a vocal in the in the songs, it will be me. Like they used to have a couple different ones, but. Now it's uh, me. Yeah. But he was just at my home. Like he just sets up everything here and then we just do the vocals. So. Oh, that's great. It's super portable. You can just record yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're in your home studio or something? Or? Yeah. This is a uh, sort of living room with all my acoustic foam panels in the back. And yeah. That, I, I need to get some, some of that stuff. <laughs> it, yeah. It, uh, it does kill like the, the living room echo sound mm -hmm. or kitchen or mm -hmm. whatever it sounds mm -hmm. less like you're in a small like living space yeah so this is actually your living room uh this is part of it yeah mm. um yeah we actually ended up with a fairly big apartment this time around but um i'll uh usually i guess you can't see it but i'll have a keyboard next to me mm. and um i'll like mix here to some degree and like play keyboard and i actually also uh friend of mine has a recording studio nearby that I'm able to access a couple nights a week, so I'll usually record vocals and stuff there. So cool. Yeah. It's nice setup. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your recording process usually like? How do you like to go about making your songs? Well, with Little Dots now, so that's um, my main project. Mm -hmm. We take quite some time working on the songs um, at first. Like first, the song really needs to be there. And then once the song is there, then we go working a lot on these. We call them maquettes, which is like a sketch, or I don't know what the term would be in English. Is that like a Flemish word? Maquette is maquettes. like it's also it's like a French word, also I think. Maquette is it's for example, if you make like um, in architecture, mm -hmm. if they make like this small scale. Um, representation of a building or something this is also a maquette like it's oh, kind of so I, we might say like model in english like a, yeah it's kind of like the basic structure right so you have a maquette for example you record um guitar and voice or piano and voice and then and then you start building and experimenting with making different like sounds we, yeah, we also yeah. say like we put different little jackets around the songs <laughs> you know like so um that takes some time but like the second album was quite a different process than the first. The first was um, very much also arranged. Like uh, at the time there was uh, this guy still in the band. Now it's just the two of us. And then we were three with the like the the composer core of the band. Mm -hmm. And he has a, he's a great arranger. So he wrote a lot of arrangements for like um, different uh, woodwinds and. Um, and also, uh, like, string, string quartet. Yeah, yeah. Kind of an orchestral element to it. Yeah. But the second album, we also worked with a producer after we worked on the maquettes a little bit ourselves. And then uh, we got, like, 
uh, this really nice producer. His name is Frederik Segers, and uh, which is a very Flemish name. <laughs> I can't even guess how you would spell that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Fred Frederick, or yeah. like. And um, yeah, so and he's also he recorded the first album with us, and so now um, we really took some time to to work on the just pro the producing and searching for sounds for the songs, and he played a big role in that, and that was a lot of fun. So we did that for quite a while before we actually went into the studio. So then we knew quite clearly what we wanted to record. Yeah, the uh, I was listening to Do You Know How We Got Here this morning, and the sound of it is so dialed in. It's so like radio-ready, but kind of with that indie electronic sort of oh, mysterious cool. edge. Yeah, it was really... Uh, sounds like it took you a long time to put together. I imagine that's quite the undertaking. Yeah. That's very right. <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, it's it's so fun to do. I mean, and for me personally, I, I don't have so much experience in the process of producing. Like, I just learn a lot from working with um, my colleague Pablo Casella and, mm -hmm. and Frederic. And I mean, I, I have many ideas sometimes, but it's like uh, I really have to find ways of trying to explain it to them or... So it's nice they were open for that, but it's I, I have so much to learn still on the producing side of music. So it was mainly mainly their their uh, part of the album. So within Little Dots, obviously you're doing all the vocals, and are you the uh, the sole songwriter? No. So, um, so that's a collaborative process. Yes, it's a collaborative process. And like on the first album, there was a big mix, of course, because we were three people writing. And uh, then there were like songs from three different songwriters. Then some songs we worked together with three people, some with two. And now the second album, um, Pablo wrote most of the songs. There's two songs on the album that I wrote from start to finish. Mm. And then there's one we wrote really together, like in a very organic way um, that we didn't really do before. Like we actually wrote the song on the base of this groove I just started to sing. And then we kind of went step by step improvising on it. And it's the song uh, Follow Me. It's the first oh, one. Oh, the opener. Yeah, I really like that yeah. one in particular. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that really That's nice got me in the headspace of the uh, the rest of the album. Awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the writing, I mean, that we do have, it's nice because we, we uh, I think we understand each other well enough where we can get into that kind of space together that we can really um, work together sometimes on, on lyrics or on, because it's quite a personal matter, right? Like the songs that we write really are about our lives and what we are. Yeah, your personal experience, yeah. Or struggling with or thinking about, you know. And so it's it's really nice. I think it's quite special. And I really am very grateful for that, that we, that we have this kind of connection, you know, and that we can go deeper into the subject and, and find more. Like Pablo is really great also in finding nice metaphors to say things because he's his uh, background is uh, Brazilian. Mm. So he learned a lot from the uh, Brazilian music and poets. And he has a really different approach on, on language, on English. Like he's, he has this very free way of 
writing lyrics when English is your second language, I feel like that generates really interesting results sometimes. Oh. <laughs> you kind of come at it from an angle that just sometimes unusual in a, in a good way, in an interesting way. But uh, so how long have you been writing music together? How long has the uh, Little Dots project been going on? I'm not so good with dates, but I think we started getting together and like writing in 2012. Okay. Yeah. So that's like six years ago. So you and Pablo, that, that was always kind of the, the core. Yeah. And at the time also Tom Collins. Okay. He yeah, was the, the third. The previous yeah. third member. What was uh, the impetus for you guys getting together and starting to make the, the kind of music you made? What was, or had you worked together in any capacity before you started the Little Dots Project? Um, kind of, but not really worked together so much like um how pablo and i met we were actually i was at the time doing my very first kind of steps into the professional music scene mm -hmm. like I, I had always been singing but mostly like hidden away from everyone right right <laughs> and then i was um at the time taking uh, jazz singing lessons with um um, a singer who is now like a good friend of mine also and uh, her name is uh, Lady Lynn her artist name and so at the time she had this big tour coming up like uh, 30 something concerts in, in like cultural center centers all over Belgium and she was like hey I want to take you on tour with me as a backing vocal and I was like okay <laughs> that was great right in. yeah and I mean I learned so much from it from doing that, having that experience. And so then she was doing like, um, presenting this album and she has a lot of like, um, I don't know how you say it in English, like, uh, <laughs> like a trumpet and a baritone sax. And, yeah. Lots uh, of different instruments. Yeah. Lots of different, but like, I don't know, you call them all brass or wood or. Oh, uh, in English, some people I don't mix know it up too. Yeah. Um, Trumpet is brass, but then saxophone is like a reed instrument, but yeah, it's it's gold so. and shiny, so everybody thinks it's a brass instrument. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of different instruments. <laughs> and um, so Pablo, who's a, a guitar player, he was asked to do like uh, kind of a as a guest musician in the more in like the bigger cities because yeah. there was also some some more like some guitar on this album. So then he only came along for like five concerts and then we met and I don't know, I was playing some songs backstage and we were talking and just kind of went very naturally that there was a nice connection and he was kind of enthusiastic about doing something together. And he was at the time already, I think, I don't know the details, but like he was working together with Tom and they were good friends and they were kind of, I think they were imagining or had been talking about this kind of band with, with uh, lots of colors and lots of instrumentation. And, and then I came along and, yeah, I guess they were like, yeah, that's the voice for this project. And that's how it all started. And we just started coming together and it, it happened quite organic. Yeah. Organic. yeah. And so you are uh, Belgian yourself? And um, so which city in, in Belgium are you are you all based in? We uh, live in Ghent. Well, Pablo lives a little bit outside of Ghent, but Ghent uh, is the place 
to be. <laughs> so what is the, I, I think you're the first uh, continental European artist I've talked to, but uh, what is a, uh, a music scene going to be like in, in uh, Belgium? What's it like for well, a musical artist there? Yeah, I think uh, if you would come here, you would like, you would, I think you would like it. <laughs> it's nice. Huh? It's, uh, it's accommodating. Yeah, I, it's really, it's really dense, actually. It's um, especially in in some cities like in Ghent, there is such a rich, dense music scene. It's we are so spoiled, like it's amazing, and there's lots of places you can play. Of course, sometimes uh, it's it's a bit difficult because there's of course a lot a lot of bands out there mm-hmm. uh, who are willing to play places, you know, or searching for concerts. So, but I mean, it's. It's such, it's so rich. You can, like, I, a lot of my friends are just very talented musicians and you get inspired all the time. And it's, so that's, that's really, I think we are very lucky to, to be in this kind of uh, place. Yeah. So it's a supportive environment for, for artists, yeah, you would in, say? Yeah. In Ghent, there is really a beautiful, I think there's a beautiful kind of um, solidarity or atmosphere between, between the musicians and it's a very open scene I think I mean that's how I how I experience it and so the music of Little Dots which seems like it's kind of mixing electronic elements rock jazz this kind of alternative kind of uh, combination of of different uh, sounds how does that uh, fit into your local music community would you say is there oh. a lot of, in other words, are there a lot of groups that uh, kind of fit your niche that sound similar to you? Do you think, or I don't know. Well, I guess you always hope to to be a little bit unique, or or you have, or you're able to give your own twists on on the music. Yeah, I don't know. I find that uh, of course there there's a lot of pop bands and alternative pop, and but. That's such a broad definition, also. You know, it it's is. Like, yeah. So I, Alternatives I it, is a pretty ineffective word. Yeah, <laughs> like also people. I find it so hard when people ask me what kind of music do you make because it's also the way I experience this music is, yeah. is very maybe than someone else. And I don't know. I I think we we also we take a lot of time to like really work on songs that have really some meaning for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. That that they have a meaning for us to write them. So we kind of, it's kind of, I don't know, it has a purpose or something. And so that's maybe in a way our trademark or something that, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's a difficult question it's to hard, answer. hard to uh, explain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you quickly kind of sum up what your sound's going to be? What, uh, how to explain what the listener should anticipate? Mm-hmm. Well, one, one of the things I think we hold strongly um two is that how you say it we hold strongly uh yeah. one of the things oh man my own lack of grammar knowledge is showing <laughs> you're like you you made me so conscious of my english <laughs> no don't worry most americans no, don't speak english so correctly, one of the so. things that we we find important is that you know when you are making something uh, or expressing yourself in some form that it just is something that feels right to you you know yeah so it feels like we, your your choice what you want your yeah like we, thing we to sound really like. we really never like 
try to write something that will sound like this or that yeah. will be played on the radio or you know like we we even if we would want wanted to i don't think it would work because it's, for us music is like too too much of a personal thing personal yeah like if if you would start thinking too much rationally about what you're doing then it ruins it what what are you doing then like, yeah yeah just that's not what the essence of it is about for us so I think, uh, you know, the songwriter Neil Young. Yeah, of course. I think there's a quote he said, you know, with writing a song, if I start thinking about what I'm doing, I'm fucked. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Game over. <laughs> I also heard you were recently performing in Nepal. Yeah, it was really there. cool. So how would you end up over there? <laughs> I know, I was asking myself. That's pretty far. Thing. It's pretty cool. They're like... Yeah, it was quite an adventure. It was so nice. It's um, actually a good friend of mine uh, who I met in Ghent. And she's a, a singer. She's originally from Italy. Mm -hmm. But then she did a, like, a master's uh, at the conservatory here. She's a jazz singer. And so she was living in Ghent for, I think, about five years or maybe longer. And uh, we met actually quite towards the end that she was living here and we became good friends. And uh, then she had a boyfriend in Kathmandu in Nepal. So she would go there like once in a while to, to visit him. And then she decided to move there. So now she lives there. She's been living there for like a year. and But she would come back uh, to Ghent and um, to Italy to do some concerts and then she was staying with me and uh, we were talking about visiting uh, in Nepal for me to visit her and uh, she's she started lately to do more and more of like uh, organizing concerts like working as a booker or promoter so yeah she was like yeah I can fix you a gig and wow I was like okay let's do it <laughs> like she she uh, she she founded a um, a so far sounds there Oh, in Kathmandu. She's the ambassador of the Sofar Sounds in Kathmandu, like before they, they didn't have one. Yeah, wow. so that's how that happened. It was, uh, and then she fixed like a couple of other gigs also. It was really nice. So hmm. what's it like gigging over there? Well, I mean, it's it's so nice with, you know, when you're playing music and, and singing like I do, it's because I, I also did some concerts uh, when I was over in Canada for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And it's just so universal, you know, it's like, it doesn't really matter <laughs> where you where go. You, it's, you know, you just, yeah. it's all, of, it's about just kind of like experiencing the songs together and um, it's about connecting, right? And so that's just so beautiful that I'm so lucky that I get to do this because I, it just happens, you know? Yeah. So that's that's really nice, and I I, uh, I was doing a kind of a Leonard Cohen repertoire I've been working on. Kind okay, of, so you do, do a lot of covers of Leonard Cohen songs. Yeah, well, I try to like do a little bit my own thing with them, my own renditions. Mm. Uh, I rework them a little bit. So yeah, but it's it's funny because I, I was kind of curious if people out there would appreciate his music, and yeah, I did run into. Quite some Leonard Cohen fans over there, so that in was Nepal. Nice. Yeah. Wow, because yeah. I would imagine Canada. Yeah, that's where. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where he's from, but. 
So what is it about uh, Leonard Cohen's music in particular? He's the uh, the artist that you perform the most. What is it about his music? Yeah, he just deeply inspires me and moves me. And uh, it's, it's music I grew up with also. And I don't know, it's, I've always felt it as a kind of fatherly, comforting presence or something. Something really resonates for me when I, when I, I don't know, I recognize, I just feels very home-like or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I listen to his music. And um, when you take on his music and perform it yourself, what kind of uh, changes will you make? Or how, how do you adapt it to fit your style? So you say you have your own take on it? Yeah, it really depends. Like I was doing this, because uh, I did a concert yesterday evening um, here in Ghent. And every time I have a concert coming up, I try to like give myself the task of trying another song, like a new one. Mm-hmm. And so I was working on one this week. And it's just, I just have to search. First, I learned to play the song and uh, I got used to singing it a lot. And then I don't know, it just happens very naturally. And sometimes, sometimes it's just, it doesn't, Sometimes I don't change too much because, yeah. of course, just my, my way of singing it and just some small, like a different way of playing the chords um, sometimes is already a big difference. Like it's just a search. So will you sometimes. like add lyrics or change the lyrics or you just mean in musical No, terms? I haven't really. No, I don't really touch the lyrics because I mean. <laughs> They're Leonard Cohen's lyrics. You probably don't want to mess around with that too much. Like holy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't touch the lyrics. I I'm, I'm, I haven't dared to do that yet. But like um, when I was in Canada, I reworked the song Lover, Lover, Lover. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that one. Which is one of my favorites. I have this memory when I was a little girl. Because the chorus, do you know the chorus? Lover, 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 come back to me. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then as a little girl, I would, I would really like that song. And then when the chorus would come, I would like, you know, like open my arms and just spin around <laughs> in the room until I would like fall on the floor because it has that kind of. It's one of his more triumphant moments in his songs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So then I took that song and first I made it like also kind of a upbeat version. And then I tried that once live and I was like, no, 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 it doesn't work. <laughs> And then I, 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 then I turned it into a ballad. So now it's like this, like, ballad. It's very different, but I, I like it. I think it's one of the songs I changed the most uh, up till now. Like, yeah. Does his music impact Little Dots in any significant way, do you think? Or the, this new album? Or is, it, is this a, a project you've kind of been doing your whole life, the Leonard Cohen repertoire? No, no, not at all. I mean, his music has always been uh, a part of my life, kind of. Uh, the the idea, the intention of wanting to play the music was there for quite a bit before I actually dared to do it, because, I mean, it's untouchable. It seemed like untouchable in a way, but it's nice that I just uh, took, took it on. But for Little Dots, I mean, of course, in the songs I write, I think I'm very uh, influenced by him. Yeah, the way I try to. Also, I think when I sing, I'm. I always tell a story or something. So. He does that too. I think for sure the things I write are influenced by him. 
Yep. Telling stories is definitely a very appealing mm -hmm. aspect of, mm -hmm. of songwriting and his songwriting. Um, mm -hmm. With the new album in general, what would you say are some of the, the themes? I know you were saying a lot of the, the writing is personal to you mm -hmm. guys. What kind of uh, stuff are you tackling on it, would you say? Well, are you exploring? Of course, yeah. Pablo wrote uh, a lot of the songs on the album. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I know, what, I know what they're about. Right, right. You guys <laughs> talked it over at some point. Yeah, yeah, we talked it over big time. And um, for me, this, this album symbolizes... Um, growth and like um tra transformation and it's um for me it's it's kind of about like looking at at reality or yourself or being able to confront yourself but like not letting that stop you you know like having being confronted with your fears or questions or like uh crises but but not, but just like going ahead with with chasing what you think is right or the direction you feel you, you need to go. And yeah, I guess Americans might say being true to yourself. That's a <laughs> key element here. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, so for me it's about that. Mm -hmm. um, overall, what would you say your favorite aspect of being a, a musician is? Oh, either in terms of like what you do, like your favorite part of the process or what you're what you're most grateful for, like being involved with music. Well, what I'm most grateful for, I think for sure, is that it's and I mean, some days it can seem overwhelming and, and you have this feeling, oh, my God, I have so much to learn. And, you know, you put this pressure on yourself or, or you always see how you can grow more or like learn more. But I mean, that's such a blessing. It's so nice that there's just so much to learn and you can just evolve all the time in what you're doing. And for me, it's personally, it's, it's just such a interesting um, journey also to do that with the voice, you know, cause it's, it's just so interesting how, what you can do with your voice and how, how it can evolve and grow and, how you can experiment with it. So I think it's so very fascinating. Yeah. So that's definitely what I find um, the most grateful aspect of music. And then I think in the process of what we do, there's different parts I really like, but I think the, the live aspect is a big one. It's like, I don't know, it's like you ideally... <laughs> In a concert, you create this kind of circumstance or for, I don't know, you kind of create something that kind of transcends everybody and in which everybody is connected and it's it can be so powerful, you know? So <laughs> that sounds... Kind of create a moment, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's I think it's very, it can, it can be of such... Um, it, it, I think it can be a very transformational thing as well for the musicians as for the audience, you know, it's very powerful. So you're able to uh, perform and tour pretty frequently. You've been to a lot of different places. It could be more. <laughs> no, like with Little Dots, actually, we yeah. haven't played, seems like forever because, you know, we were working on this new music for a while. And then so actually the album was ready a year ago already. Oh, 
and it's only coming out now but that's i mean i think a lot of musicians that happens will pretty often re- yeah. recognize that yeah so i mean we really can't wait to just start playing you know because that's when the energy happens yeah and, start yeah. sharing it yeah so you're booking your tour now or you have some dates we have three uh, release concerts coming up in october in belgium yeah, and then hopefully more will come. Mm. And do you go around more of Europe as well? Is it easy to gig over in Germany and France? And Well, you never know. Uh, like, I think with the last album, we went to the Netherlands a couple times. Once to Germany, to this really cool festival. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. Everything's not so far. It's just you have to find the right connections and find like uh bookers over there who are enthusiastic about the music but yeah we would that would be awesome if we could uh travel around europe playing a bit yeah balancing the the creative process with the uh logistics of being a a modern musician and getting the shows and getting the opportunities is that uh would you say you have more difficulty with that more than like um the creative process is obviously very rewarding for you. Is the um, with being a musician is the most difficult aspect for you the uh, the self promotion and that oh yeah that sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, I mean so much to learn also. Huh? Like I I've learned so much from doing all that up till now. And I mean now with little dots we we are surrounded. We have a booker and but indeed it's once you have like. It's not like we, we have this band format now and we can't just play like little. It's kind of, we need like a bit of a bigger place where the sound will really yeah. come, come to its right. And But I mean, I just try to stay hopeful and positive. It doesn't, why? I mean, of course, it's it's difficult sometimes, but every job is difficult mm-hmm. sometimes, right? Yeah, you like, just got to uh, do what you can every day. Yeah, you just try to stay positive and... Um, just go for it, you know? Cool. So on that note, what are uh, some of your hopes or goals in the uh, the coming year for Little Dots? What do you guys have on the horizon? You said mm-hmm. you got these three release shows coming up. and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm curious also to see how people receive the music. Um, yeah, I'm curious to hear what, what it does for them. Or, and then... I think we're all just very excited to start playing again. Also, we have a bit of a different band formation now. Mm-hmm. So we, we're rehearsing with that quite intensely right now. And I don't know, I just I just feel like playing a lot and getting getting the band really like, you know, uh, how do you say, in shape. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it can, so it can be live on stage and... Yeah, I just look forward to playing a lot and sharing it with lots of people. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. Yeah, it would be nice if you would uh, be able to, to see us live one day. But <laughs> I would love to visit Europe. I'll have to hit you up if, yeah. I, uh, if I finally make for it sure. out there. Yeah. All right, Sophia, thanks so much for coming on yeah, the show today. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That was Sophia Aman. Really had a lot of fun talking to her. Makes me want to check out the scene in Belgium now. If you liked this episode of Talking About the Passion, 
please subscribe to it on iTunes and feel free to give us a rating or a review as well. If you use Spotify, you can follow the Talking About the Passion Spotify playlist to hear a big collection of tunes from artists who've been featured here in the past. The theme song for Talking About the Passion is the Niagara Moon song Eating Peaches off my 2017 album Eating Peaches. I'm going to play you another song off of Little Dot's new album. This is called Walk Talk. Hope you enjoy listening to that, and I'll see you next time. of the sea.